Good morning, everyone. It's ah, Thursday. Oh, am I too low down? Let's have a look. Oh, I am a bit, aren't I? Let me just adjust the TV set. Groovy. Well, good morning. Great to see you all. Let me just uh, tag a few people. I'm on a different couch today. Can you see it's green? Or was I on the green yesterday? Had to clear the room, you know. Um, Alright. Oh, I'm just going to tag Katie Noble, but she's in. Great to see you, Katie. Um, oh, just trying to tag somebody else. There it is. Yo, uh, good morning, Sam Moraviets. Good morning, Sue. Nice to see ya. Oh, that's a bit high, isn't it? It is a bit high, but no worries. Right. It's um it's Thursday and we're looking at Esther the book of Esther, chapters nine to ten today. So we finished Esther today. Um which is great. What an amazing true story, isn't it? is Esther. It's like amazing. Um, and something like that, um, I think there's been a few, a few films made of Esther, but it, it, you can see why, I guess, isn't it? It's got, it's got everything, isn't it? It's got, um, the, the, the king who kind of is powerful, ruler of the world, loves himself kind of king. Um, then you've got these uh, shady character in Heyman, isn't it? The ducking and diving. You've got the political sort of aspect of life. Then you've got the, I don't know, the Miss Persia sort of aspect, the beauty contest, um, the nastiness in all of that. Yeah, you've got, um, you've got the 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 real man Mordecai, who treats the woman in his life, who is Esther, um, with such love and uprightness and integrity um whereas everyone else is looking to use them uh for whatever gain they might have that you you've got jealousy and pride and <clears throat> you've got death lurking around every corner <laughs> you know it's like it's something that uh i don't know yeah yeah it would be you can see why it's been made into a film so many times <laughs> I think they're all pretty rubbish, so need someone who's an half-decent director on it. Anyway, morning, Isabel Williams. Nice to see you. Morning, Holly. Morning, Naomi Webster. Hope the sleepover went well. <laughs> Joel and Lizzie in the same bed. Funny. Hi, Lou. Good morning. Okay, it's uh, 16 past, so let's get into Esther Chapter 9. So um, Esther has met with um, uh, Xerxes and... 
and Heyman giving a banquet, and then the, then she gives her petition, her request, and it is that her life might be spared, and the king is shocked. He's like, who is threatening your life? And she says, this vile Haman. And the king got up in a rage and walked into the garden. Um, but Haman, knowing what he had decided already, the king, he was begging for his life, but ended up somehow on the couch on top of her, which only then cemented... Um, the fact that you know the king thought Haman is is underhand, so um, yeah, so he has. There's that eunuch that's just walking past at that time with that line, isn't it? Oh, he's built a gallows in his own garden. Maybe you should hang him on there, and then walks off. <laughs> it's quite uh, uh, crazy, really. But um, yeah, so now then, um, another edict has been written and sent out with all the riders, um, and we're picking it up there. So on the thirteenth day of the twelfth month. The month of Adda, the edict commanded by the king was to be carried out. On this day, the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them. But now the tables were turned, and the Jews got the upper hand over those who hated them. The Jews assembled in their cities, in all the provinces, sorry, in all the provinces of King Xerxes, to attack those seeking their destruction. No one could stand against them because the people of all the other nationalities were afraid of them. And all the nobles of the provinces, the satraps, the governors, and the king's administrators helped the Jews, because fear of Mordecai had seized them. Mordecai was prominent in the palace. His reputation spread throughout the provinces, and he became more and more powerful. The Jews struck down all their enemies with the sword, killing and destroying them, and they did what they pleased to those who hated them. In the citadel of Susa, the Jews killed and destroyed 500 men. They also killed Parshan Datha, Dalphon, Asapha, Aspatha, Poratha, Adaliah, Aridatha, Parmashta, Arasai, Aradai, and Vasatha, the ten sons of Haman, son of Hamadatha, the enemy of the Jews. But they did not lay their hands on the plunder. The number of those slain in the citadel of Susa was reported to the king that same day. The king said to Queen Esther, The Jews have killed five hundred men, and the ten sons of Haman in the citadel of Susa. What have they done in the rest of the king's provinces? Now, what is your petition? It will be given you. What is your request? It would also be granted. If it pleases the king, Esther answered, Give the Jews in Susa permission to carry out this day's edict tomorrow also, and let Haman's ten sons be hanged on gallows. So the king commanded that this be done. An edict was issued in Susa, and they hanged the ten sons of Haman. The Jews in Susa came together on the fourteenth day of the month of Adda, and they put to death in Susa three hundred men, but they did not lay their hands on the plunder. Meanwhile, the reminder... The remainder of the Jews who were in the king's provinces also assembled to protect themselves and get relief from their enemies. They killed 75,000 of them but did not lay hands on their plunder. This happened on the 13th day of the month of Adar and on the 14th they rested and made it a day of feasting and joy. The Jews in Susa, however, had assembled on the 13th and 14th and then on the 15th they rested and made it a day of feasting and joy. This is why rural Jews, those living in villages, 
observe the 14th of the month of Adar as a day of joy and feasting, a day for giving presents to each other. Mordecai recorded these events, and he sent letters to all the Jews throughout the provinces of King Xerxes, near and far, to have them celebrate annually the 14th and 15th days of the month of Adar. As the, as the time went... Sorry, as the time when the Jews got relief from their enemies, and as the month when their sorrow was turned into joy and their mourning into a day of celebration, he wore, wrote he wrote to them to observe the days as days of feasting and joy, and giving presents of food to one another and gifts to the poor. So the Jews agreed to continue the celebration they had begun, doing what Mordecai had written to them. For Haman, son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, the enemy of all the Jews, had plotted against the Jews to destroy them, and had cast the pur, that is, the lot, for their ruin and destruction. But when the plot came to the king's attention, he issued written orders that the evil scheme Haman had devised against the Jews should come back on his own head, and that he and his son should be hanged on the gallows. Therefore these days were called Purim, from the word pur. Because of everything written in this letter, and because of what they had seen, and what had happened to them, the Jews took it upon themselves to establish the custom that they and their descendants and all who joined them should without fail observe these two days every year in the way prescribed and at the time appointed. These days should be remembered and observed in every generation, by every family, and in every province and in every city. And these days of Purim should never cease to be celebrated by the Jews, nor should the memory of them die out among their descendants. So Queen Esther, daughter of Abihail, along with Mordecai the Jew, wrote with full authority to confirm this second letter concerning Purim. And Mordecai sent letters to all the Jews in the 127 provinces of the kingdom of Xerxes, words of good will and assurance, to establish these days of Purim at their designated times, as Mordecai the Jew and Esther and Queen Esther had decreed for them. And as they had established for themselves and their descendants in regard their times of fasting and lamentation. Esther's decree confirmed these regulations about Purim, and it was written down in the records. King Xerxes imposed tribute throughout the empire to its distant shores, and all his acts of power and might, together with a full account of the greatness of Mordecai, to which the king had raised him, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Medea and Persia? Mordecai the Jew was second in rank to King Xerxes, preeminent among the Jews and held in high esteem by his many fellow Jews, because he worked for the good of his people and spoke up for the welfare of all the Jews. Hey, so there comes the conclusion of the letter. And, I don't know, there's like um, so many similarities, aren't there, between um, uh, between this, this uh, kind of like, uh, movement and the one in Daniel, isn't it? That uh, Daniel um, is raised up through the ranks. There's a plot uh, to kill him. He ends up in the lion's den. You know, they end up in the furnace. Um, Mordecai yeah, is at the end of a plot as well. Um, and he finds himself uh, in that place, but also the whole church. Uh, but then that is God steps in, isn't it? And works things. And then he is raised up um, uh, to that to that sort of level. Um, and and just once again, isn't it? Is is that, yeah? God, the director, of all of this, um, yeah, is not on stage in the spotlight, but is off to the wings. But he is at work, and he brings this deliverance for his church about. Um, 
just in quite, yeah, astonishing ways and extraordinary ways. Um, yeah, so that that's there's comfort, isn't there, in in this book? Um, it's good for us, you know. Psalm seventy-seven, verse nineteen, wasn't it? Uh, talks about that they were led through, um, they were led through the sea, though his footprints were not seen. And that's what you have here, isn't it? Is that you can't see him anywhere in this book, uh, but yet he is at work. Um, and maybe you can't see him working in your life. Maybe you can't see, um, yeah, I don't know, just those big things that you used to be able to see before or something like that. Uh, but know this, that he is at work. Um, and then our part in this, isn't it, is that we can we can look like Mordecai um, in that he worked for the good of the church and spoke up for the welfare of the church. Um, yeah, we, we can do that, can't we? Um, yeah, pray for the church, put our lot in with the church family and... Um, yeah, and and look look for the church's uh, well being and welfare. Awesome. Well, have a good day today. Um, I think I'm going to swap my day off tomorrow, so I'll put a a reading up, but I'll time it to be published at quarter past seven. Um, sorry if this video has been interrupted as well. I just saw that on the screen. The internet was down when I got in this morning. Kicked it back into action, but not sure if it's uh, all there. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'll do that for tomorrow, um, and then I'll see you, God willing, on Sunday. God bless you. Take care now. Have a great day. Ta-da.